Where is the one who did not deny Father, who are pleased she was with now? The orbs that occupy her seat but did not find them near her. Does she claim them? Does she claim them? Will she tread the silent paths with us? We hear shouting, shouting. We pull away. away. We wait. This is the breaking point. We're going to come back at you in three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Six Feet Under. We are playing. <laughs> uh, we are playing our Renegade Scum miniseries for you today. My name is Grant, and I play the illustrious Iser Munn. Mm -hmm. uh, today, we also have Six Detmar as Roger. Last into the pit. Fell uh, Mini as a Lash Alar. Hello. I'm going to do weird four shit this episode. Oh, hell yes. Hell yes. Pauline Ragney as Bones, our squishiest member. <laughs> uh, Medibot playing Sediosi, our second squishiest member, I have to assume. I mean, I'm, I'm chitinous. I'm probably one of our crunchier members. Mm, I forgot about the chitin. You're right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, there is no bones. Like, there's no no internal skeleton. But wait, is your name ironic? No, the other one is bones. I, I know. I meant I was talking to. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't even a good joke. Let's just move on. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was just thrown off by uh, the memory of all the breakfast creams. Please excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. This is a family podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And rounding up our cast today is Ms. Action Shakespeare as Grace Thorson. Have you had your blegs today? <laughs> Unfortunately. You deserve a bleg today. <laughs> Have a bleg on me. Take your medicine. <laughs> Have some. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What, what's a bleg to do? Uh, so... <laughs> We uh, uh, left <laughs> off at camp uh, being, like, drawing up a plan to strike the moon prison orbiting Giju. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a place that we just decided moments ago is fucking hell. <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> right, so, it's so bad. You say a moment ago, so it was bad. clearly like three weeks ago. It's <laughs> Yeah, we did it pre-podcast. We just, you know, we went over it before we hit record on this brand new day. Um, so, so yeah, uh, I believe the first thing to do is is case the joint, and that was a Lash and Co. Uh, uh, volunteer job. Yeah. La um, La who's wish with you on Scout Team Lash? Is is it a bunch of uh? Is is anyone else? Nobody. Any PCs or. You gotta get a handful of Vanguard squad. I mean, Sh Shan would probably want to come. No, I'm staying on the cloud of unknowing the whole time. Mm. The thing about the Rishi people is, like, we've got this thing that we do 
where we turn into force ghosts for fun. <laughs> so I'm going to be astral projecting onto the ship, onto the moon. <laughs> you just die? No. I mean, I'll look dead. It's kind of like death. I've seen Wait, it once. Is dead? No, no. Very okay. similarly. I mean, like, okay. Y'all have heard about how, like, the haunted Rishi mines got all shut down and whatnot. They're haunted because they genocided my people and all of them turned into ghosts. Um, I can do that without the dying part. In fact, we all could, but, you know, now they don't have a choice. Um, except you. Well, yeah, I have a choice. That's a good point. (laughs) Grace Quietly said, Isn't that where they found the orbs? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not an orb expert. I'm not gonna think. I'm not gonna think about that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cyborg. I'm going to be going onto the moon as a ghost, and um, I'll be back in a minute. Hi, goodbye. Grace kind of like, and Lash literally just like sits down on the like she's already sitting because she's big. Um, but yeah. like she slumps over. Yeah, Grace makes sure to like scoot you into a corner at least, <laughs> so you're kind of like propped. Yeah. Appreciated. Um, but yeah, by all appearances, Lash looks dead. hope this doesn't take long. Death usually takes a while. I don't think you ever... You kind of just stay there, it seems like. She's That's not bad. dead and you know it. She just said she's not dead. She just said a whole bunch of, like, crazy stuff about turning into a ghost. And ghosts are what people turn into when they're dead. I don't no. know. Okay, and I'm going to spend a token on You're my move. You're not wrong, but also, I've seen this happen. It's to okay. To see trouble coming before it happens. Mm. Ooh, that, that is yeah, what's, what's the trouble? The trouble is, um, like, two of the people we're trying to prisoner break are going to be in the pit shortly. Only two? Well, you know, well, you know they're doing them in waves. Them. Mm. Oh god, the Royal Rumble. They have to pace themselves. <laughs> yeah. 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 Every every minute and a half we send another guy in. Uh-huh. Uh, Lash, Lash well, is One there. of the guys Limited. that we're supposed... Like, the high-priority guy that we're supposed to get is going in, like, next. Wait, wait, wait. Um, How and many I... folding chairs are in the pit? <laughs> <laughs> Enough. All under the rank. More soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Lash having woken back up, is going to draw a quick map of the shortest route from our entry point to the pit. Yeah, see? (laughs) She's fine. And that probably took like ten minutes that we're glossing over of everyone being like, how long is this gonna take? (laughs) Just circling in orbit of this moon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, like, what's what's the insertion method? Because, like, I, I guess the uh... Vanguard squad brought like a, a civilian looking like light freighter with like spoofed codes and everything to to get close. Look like a resupply ship, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is, is there? Well, no, because the story is like uh, uh, running up the white flag and trying to initiate a prisoner exchange. But so. that's the distraction. Yeah. We're doing that with one team while the other team infiltrates. Right, right, so, right. So they've, so they've got both. So we could, right, we could yeah. fly by in the freighter, and then the infiltration okay. team in spacesuits could jump. So our infiltration <laughs> team is going to have Shan, Setha, and uh, Oro, right? Oren? 
Oh, oh yeah, Oren, Mr. Stealthy, yes. Yeah, and also, I think Shan also had... Yeah, Shan is like a sniper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this this is the job, actually going in and uh, uh, fighting through the base is the job Iser uh, uh, volunteered for. So Iser mm-hmm. is on, on the ground team there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roger um, as well. I are we doing are we committing to the spacesuit thing or is it more of a we're sort of acting as a fellow civilian vessel and just smuggling people aboard? Is okay. everybody on the cloud of unknowing and just pretending that's the vessel? I mean, all right, mm. there is an insertion method in a game called Sword of the Stars that I really freaking love. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, there's this race of like rat people that like get on other people's shits and eat them. Um, sure. And their insertion method is they have escape pods with drills mounted on them, and they just drill yes. right into the side of the ship. Yes. Okay. And if we had one of those, that would be pretty cool. I even think this happens in Star Wars. It's not the same, and it it's not as cool. It very well could. It definitely happens in Halo. In, I was going to say, and Halo. In, <laughs> yeah, it absolutely happens in Halo. I, but That's how the, the Borg get on the Enterprise in first contact. Okay. See, it's just a tried and true strategy. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in, in the Old Republic. In. There's like a dungeon where they're firing pods that just punch through the hole and then open up. Yeah, and then the, now there's a random encounter. Yeah, exactly. The the best part is when they do this in the expanse and it's all just like uh uh repurposed shipping containers so like it says FedEx on the side. Yeah. It's yeah, great. So this I is like it. a shipping container with like a half-assed drill on one end. <laughs> yeah, that would be their flashback of pre-launches <laughs> was Bones and Grace trying to figure out how to repurpose a container <laughs> yeah. to a drill. But I guess the the big uh, uh, question is Sediosi sneaking uh, uh, jellified bones inside and uh, uh, whoever's backing Sediosi up to, to be the negotiator with, um, with Zeljin. I mean, I got lots of pockets. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about uh, from a cargo perspective, but more like... This is, that that's not the aspect of the infiltration that I think is the interesting part where where we should probably resolve things with moves. But I I don't oh, think <laughs> as, as much as Sediosi is trusted on this, I don't think Sediosi is going in alone. Right? No, Sediosi is not going in alone because uh, for as much as Sediosi is trusted by by Owen, Sediosi is not trusted by themselves. Uh, not not actually feeling that confident about this one, and just trying to play it off. Um, I mean, Lash's scouting is done. Should Lash go with or? I was thinking about that, but I am sure. a ten foot tall bird. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. they're gonna send security with a negotiator. That's common practice, right? I don't I mean, have to blend in with the imperial. Softly and carry a bionic arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't have to blend in. Yeah, that, that sounds fine. Bird. The bird. Yeah, I can just be scary. I'm good at being scary. That's true. <laughs> Agree. I'm good at being real nice to people. Yeah, there you we go. make a good team like that. That's the negotiation team right there. <laughs> good rebel, bad rebel. And and their friend, a, an octopus, a squid in a jar. <laughs> a squid we shoved into a box. Shh, that's a secret. Shh. Um, I, I guess Grace, 
I, I, I'm just gonna go under the imagery that even despite us also shooting a drill, <laughs> um, that we can still go under the cover of Grace, just sort of delivering Sediosi, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and having the car parked. Yeah, yeah. Wait, and wait, the car wait. is the cloud. You're not borrowing. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it it's. Carry it, look when push comes to shove, it carries more people than any like fighter. If everybody true. needs to run to the ship, it's the ship <laughs> to run to. You know how everyone in Star Wars acts like the Millennium Falcon is a big pile of garbage. Yeah, except like yours actually is. Yeah, I was gonna say it, it, that I I have definitely described it as such at some point that it is it like, is the Millennium Luke's, Falcon Luke's has never looked like a- that much of a hunk of junk. As much as people it's, say it does. It's supposed to in fiction. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. supposed to not be impressive in fiction, but powerful underneath. Grace is just, what if that, but Luke was right, it is a piece of junk. <laughs> but it's under a skilled hand. Somehow. Well. Let's get to it. Yeah. Uh, I think you were given, like hailing protocols uh uh okay. right like uh there's there's a certain frequency there's a certain signal to to come in under this sort of thing that says hey we got your guy we're coming to talk uh uh scan our weapons they're deactivated i don't know if the cloud even has weapons <laughs> probably it's got a couple of guns yeah probably can't spare the battery power in its current state regardless <laughs> you know uh, so who wants to make the first move here once, once like signal contact, once you've communicated your, your intent, right. To trade, um, uh, uh the, the life of, uh, major inspector Zell Jim four, are we trying to get that, uh, a super cool pilot out of the pit? Is that who we're going for? Do they need a name? Uh, probably need a name. We also okay. probably need a man, at least one like named mandate character for the negotiation. I have a very fun idea for a named mandate character. Oh, I love fun Go ideas. Go for it. I'm thinking Clor Jim. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they are the aunt of the Zell Jim that we have, and they run the base. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's He just nepotismed his way in. He is a nobody. But don't like this kid. She's a big deal. Yeah, she doesn't actually like this kid. She did it as her favor for her sister. No. She just got him... Out- she put him on a job that would keep him out of her own station. <laughs> Inspectors go places. They aren't here. Can can <laughs> I recommend our uh, hotshot pilot uh, that, that we're nominally trading for and hopefully recovering is uh, uh, an Abednado, uh, and she goes by the nickname Checker, Checkerhead. Checker's good. I like Checker. Okay. Um, also, the other thing about Chloro Jim is she's the one who instituted the pit. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Obviously, keeping with Abednado naming conventions, Checker is named for Check Your Head. There you go. Whole species named for Beastie Boys jokes, baby. Oh my god. What did we name it? Just the moon? <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, one more chance to call the moon station something more uh, evocative than moon I mean, station. We could just go Giju ring station. Well, it's isn't it a hollowed out 
Oh, yeah. The hollow. The hollow ring sounds kind of cool. The hollow ring is pretty cool. I like that the hollow ring. Because, like, it rings hollow. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that's that's, also, that's uh, some general grievous Also, the, f- <laughs> the, fight, pit, the fight pit is a ring. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The hollow ring, ring is also called that because there's nothing in the ring but corpses when it's done. <laughs> Ooh. Nobody can agree why they call it that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm now reading Abednado names, and I'm just getting kind yeah, of frustrated yeah. and upset. <laughs> <laughs> Adi Muva oh. for body moving. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My favorite Abednado. Gorls. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be worse than Ace Attorney names. Uh, yes, it can. <laughs> yeah, it can. <laughs> I think a lot. A lot. <laughs> you should read. Ace Attorney names are fun. It can Peace, be a lot love, worse than fun. This is there's an Ace Attorney uh, character that's just lo- called Peace, Love, and Understanding. There's a there's a, a Bednado named Elo Asty for Hello Nasty. Yeah. That's, that's really like the, bad. <laughs> there's that's a, the one with the most screen time. I think that that's a pilot in Poe Dameron Squadron. <laughs> There's an Ace Attorney victim who is called a dead man. Yeah. Sure, but that's like, that's just a, you know, a shout out to Yeah, Death that's Stranding. just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because his name doesn't matter, so it might as well be funny. I guess. Check- well, Checker's about to be in the ring. I go crazy on somebody. Against whom? The rest of the prisoners. <laughs> this is this is reminding me I wanted to do it in... An AMV of Star Wars with Intergalactic, but <laughs> uh, what are some what are some traits we can give? Because uh, we're about to have Clore Jim at the negotiating table. I think she's going to need some moves. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, uh, austere, maybe as as it, under authoritative traits. I I like austere. I like. Uh, did we give what are what are some other Things we can... Ooh, connected could be fun. Cunning could be good. Analytical could be good. What, uh, Austere and what? I think analytical. I was That's considering petulant would be a funny one. <laughs> petulant. Given, given what she did to Jim, yeah. to Zell, sorry, she is also a Jim. <laughs> I mean, Zell, Jim. you know that she just puts anyone in the pit that she doesn't like that day. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. Have an explosive outburst at someone and give them a token. Yeah. <laughs> Sigh deeply, gain a token. <laughs> Narc on someone and give them this a token. Just, <laughs> they're just... <laughs> she's yet lecturing Zeljim, and they're just generating tokens everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's a family that, that really works together. All right, uh-huh. I'm giving her a... A couple austere moves and a couple couple petulant moves. Yeah. She definitely uh, she... needs the explode one from petulant. I mean, she's the person you'd narc to, so I don't think the other two really help, but I like that one a lot. I feel like we don't need to give checkerhead moves yet. We'll, yeah. we'll get down to the ring eventually. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be Clore Jim? I'll be Clore. You, you want to be petulant and austere? Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. You did do a lot of heavy lifting and inventing her, so all right. 
So, Suclor, you uh, are getting a hail. So there is an enemy going by the book to, like, fly under truce mm -hmm. and uh, discuss uh, uh, a prisoner exchange. Uh, our PCs, I have a question. I, are you opening by naming the prisoner you would like to, to negotiate over? Yeah. Or the, the prisoner that you are negotiating uh, uh, with, rather. All right, I'm going to set the scene real quick, okay? Please, please. We have Clore Jim. She is in her finely tailored, like, perfectly tailored officer's uniform in her really, like, bad-looking official haircut. It's like <laughs> it's like one of those really short, like, pixie-style cuts, but, like, slicked back. It looks bad. It's not good. And she is uh, basically... She knows what this call's about. She got a message about it earlier, and she's just disgusted with the situation. She answers the call sign, and before anyone from our ship says anything... Hello, this is the Hollow Ring. I require you to state your purpose, and let's get this over with. Uh, so who would be on the deck? I think that would probably be Grace, right? And maybe Sediosi if you're expecting the call, because that's our negotiator. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm negotiate. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> was there a rebellion person that wanted to answer we, for we, this? But I guess not, because they're on the infiltration team. We, we need a negotiator. That's, that's you, Sediosi. That's me. Sediosi <laughs> regretting choices today? <laughs> I think a lot of people might be regretting Sediosi's choices right now. <laughs> Hello. We have in our custody an Imperial officer that we would like to exchange according to standard what's the standard exchange. Make up a protocol. planet and then say code. <laughs> yeah, standard exchange protocols under mandate law governing as such. We'll see that you know, our, our actions up until this point are in line with this request. Understood. Do you have a prisoner you would like to name in the exchange? And also, One... who the hell are you offering? We are interested in the in securing the release of one checker head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She looks at her, like, watch, which... I think they don't. Do they have watches in Star Wars? I don't know. She does. Not really? <laughs> um, they have chronometers. Okay. She looks at her chronometer. <laughs> God damn it! Checker is scheduled to be in the pit uh, in two minutes. They just openly talk about the pit. That's not a secret. <laughs> it's her for funsies. Her rumor confirmed. <laughs> oh my! Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't. Checker call will it the not pit. be available. I'm sorry to <clears throat> in the the watch page on Wikipedia has two examples. Grand Animal Thrawn War Watch. <laughs> <clears throat> Warning the following information is non-canon within Star Wars Legend continuity. Anakin Skywalker also used a watch featuring a picture of Yoda on it. <laughs> his arms were the minute and hour hands, while his lightsaber was the second hand. <laughs> That has to be from a comedy thing. It has right? to be. Has to be. <laughs> uh, yes, it appears to be it's from. It's gonna be like a Lego Star Wars. It is, yes, correct. Yeah. A Lego Star Wars calendar called "You Can't Hit Breaks oh, in Space." Oh, that's so funny. 
I love it. That's also a good message for Grace. <laughs> Just I, I, I truly live by the original Star Tours. Uh, <laughs> brakes, brakes, where are the brakes? <sighs> uh, rest in peace, Paul Rubens. Yeah. He still says that. Rex still says that if you go to the Star Wars bar in Galaxy's Edge. It's Egg. true. He's he's there. I'm glad Ugh. they found a place for him. Mm-hmm. Not in a box like in the other start in the new Star Wars. <laughs> Both are canon technically because they take place in different periods of the Star Wars calendar. Anyhow, where where were where were we? Wait. Uh, so something about two minutes. Then uh, the let's pit. let's come to an agreement quickly. So I was thinking, you're right. Talking about the pit to outsiders probably wouldn't happen. Uh, that seems <laughs> poor form. Like they would call something else. Yeah. So like a euphemism or something. I think. Okay. So when asked, when Sedios asked about checkers, yeah. yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back a little bit, and she's gonna look at her chronometer and simply say, "Checker is not available for exchange at this time." <laughs> Really? Could could you? But but Checker is in in custody at this facility. Yes. Uh, Checker is currently preoccupied. I will not be giving additional information to Rebel Scum. It sounds like you're not entering in these in these negotiations in good faith. Mm. What is the name of the officer you're exchanging? Be... See, oh, what, what was his name? What was his name? Sal Jim. Mr. Mr. Jim, it was? Jim, you say? Uh, yes, yes. Let me, let me just confirm that with my colleagues. Mr. Jim, yes? Uh, yes, Mr. Jim. <laughs> Major Inspector Zell Jim, and he again recites his, like, military uh, uh, serial number. To his aunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably do that a lot, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she does. <laughs> whatever she, whatever she asks about his relationship status. Yeah, he's like two digits in, and she's just like eyes closed, rubbing her temples. <sighs> Zell, what did oh. you do this time? As I said, Mister Zell Jim, in exchange for Checkerhead, who I am certain is completely available at this time. I need to make some arrangements, but your proposal is acceptable. Excellent. Uh, You may dock while I make arrangements happen. She... Bloop! Thing turns off. She looked very unhappy, but is going through with it. (laughs) Sediosi turns around and says, How was that? And then falls over and faints. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I, oh, say, say, oh, <laughs> Grace, let's go to the wheel, and then remembers. <laughs> oh, can they turn into a ghost as well? <laughs> Only once. Uh. <laughs> oh, see, I, I was trying to think, I was thinking, like, enrichment therapy, but it is a prisoner. Yeah. It is, like, a, a, a war prison, <laughs> to a degree, so, like, oh, I don't do think they they're worried about if, coming If out it's called therapy. mandatory athletic procedures, do they call the pit the map room? Oh man! <laughs> it is the map room. Yeah, that's good. 
exercises. Yeah, I was thinking of calling it mandatory athletic therapy or something, but like it's not like an, <laughs> they're not no. making any like they're not real making show improvements. Right, right. Even though that would make the euphemism the mat room, <laughs> they're going down to the mat. <laughs> oh, recreation. Oh man, I don't, yeah. I don't want outdoor recreation at this. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, on a moon. <laughs> yeah, no, no moon. No, thank you. Yeah, the pit is actually outside, and everybody jumps around in space. <laughs> There's a. It's like a, it's, it's very silly. It's like a dome with a retractable roof, and when it's like people are lasting a little too long in the pit, they just open the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I can't Tom. wait to blow the shit out of this place. <laughs> We're gonna blow this place up, right? This moon is gonna disappear. <laughs> We're gonna get as many prisoners out as we can, and then this place is glass. Fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. We invented the worst hell. <laughs> this isn't even like the horrible super prison that is like canon. <laughs> the one in Andor this is just is a pretty shitty horrible. little. This is just why a did, shitty little Why did moon. we invent the torment nexus? <laughs> My book, The Torment Nexus, was supposed to be a a cautionary tale, not an instructional guide. Yeah, my favorite novel, Don't Build the Torment Nexus. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, So, so yeah, uh, Sediosi, it sounds like you are clear to land with uh, uh, those landing with you. Uh, Do we want to follow that or cut away to uh, the other aspects of this incursion? I mean... The, they can't really incur until they get like the the cover from from Bones's part, but yeah, we Bones, can at least check in on them having some some chatter. Bones has to be released somewhere where she can like uh, uh, disable some security. Mm-hmm. Like at the moment, we do have to. Die. At the moment, Bones is just contained in like a jar or something. Probably much like our infiltration sure. unit, because, you know, you can't launch us once we're already in. So presumably our drill pods are currently drifting in space, waiting to be able to land. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> we we a... put a remote operation, <laughs> a little rocket on it. He's, oh, there's got to be a rebel droid, right? There's got to be a rebel droid, like, doing the launch. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got we to gotta have a little, little uh, uh, orbital uh, calculator buddy. Did Grace conscript sick to this job? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> I should have given Sig the ability to sigh. <laughs> no, that would make it too powerful. <laughs> Maybe a little. Bones <laughs> could they give put it. Up with. Bones could do that. Please don't. Do you want a, do you want a sighing module? No. If you can make a if you can make an astromix, I'm sorry, whatever Brandy is. I know, I know Sig's not actually an astromech, but we... Yeah, it's the, it, we talked about that, like, in first episode, that they're a knockoff shitty boxy one. <laughs> yeah, like Claptrap. off-brand, the Claptrap of astromechs. Branding is just branding. You can make anything if you want. But astromech is a brand. <laughs> yeah. It's a brand name. It's like Kleenex. It has to be made from uh-huh. the, you know, astromech region of France. <laughs> oh, where Corvo comes from? <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm gonna say Grace pressured Sig into this, and and they gave in, and uh, and now they're wondering. Grace gets a token <laughs> from from the from the scum. You're my navigation guy, Sig. You gotta go do this. It's nobody else can, and you can survive an Atmo. 
I'll lock you in. To, look, don't worry about it. Like, I won't tighten it that tight. Your radio won't turn off either. Okay, yes, it is just a tube with a rocket on one side and a drill on the other. <laughs> that's why you're the, that's why you gotta guide it. Nobody can do it but you, man. Just sort of waddles <laughs> into place. Inside the tube, it, Roger offers It's ambulatory, right? <laughs> it it has a it has a single wheel. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, claptrap without arms. <laughs> Inside the tube, Roger pulls something out for Shan. I got you the cigarettes, you know, peace offering, right? You can smoke them in here, it's okay. Vel, are you still Shan, or you want to pass that on? I'll be Shan, I'm just like, okay, Shan, like, takes the death sticks, but is just kind of, like, staring at them, like, thinking, like, did you just threaten to kill me? <laughs> no, no. I don't know what to do with you, Roger. And he's just gonna pocket them for whatever reason. Just to get the situation over with. Roger gives a thumbs up to the camera before we transition. <laughs> uh, I like Iser is is in the uh, uh, breach tube and is like uh, taking a piece of chalk or like a, a grease marker or something, and has just like made a a layout of uh, 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 Vel's report from the inside, and is just like. There's a lot of muttering and pointing with a bunch of the different unnamed uh, uh, yeah. Vanguard squad people. There's like 10 of you, right? It's going to be our four named people and then just a bunch of randos. Yeah, something like, yeah, yeah. like two fire teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gentlemen, yeah. your red shirts all look great today. <laughs> so? so? So, yeah, meanwhile, on the inside, you've, you've followed your landing procedures. You've docked. Congratulations, Grace. You have landed under a I portion of you. G. I told you I could do it. <laughs> Jeez. This is definitely a space dock, though. Oh, Which... my God. <laughs> I've seen you land at those many times. <laughs> I can't win with you, people. <laughs> Look, we Roger's got... initial uh... complaint was, and then, uh, actually, mm. we could just copy Roger's exact voice line from earlier <laughs> in the session. <laughs> um, which I believe was that you couldn't land in Atmo. On planet. <laughs> this is in mm. space. Space doesn't count. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. We, you've already proven you can land in space. That was not under fire or question. <laughs> There's some G's on here. Alright. And then kind of walks back and actually like locks in <laughs> the landing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And okay, there's like a now. dozen stormtroopers just like standing there. Like not aiming at us, but their guns are definitely out. Right, right. Sentry mm -hmm. type, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the welcoming committee. Mhm. Mm so we've so we have a container that contains bones. Yeah. We got bones in this. Um What is what is our plan on on saying <laughs> Hey, can we bring this? This is the ideal time to ask that. <laughs> Not before. <laughs> it now. It be retroactive. <laughs> the, oh, oh, I have an idea. I have an idea. Um, the container is a droid, like a, an R2-type <laughs> droid. We stuck you in like a hollowed-out astromech? 
You just took out, you scooped out all its normal workings, and it just has, like, a little joystick in there for Grace to be. <laughs> why is this astromech, why is this yeah, astromech for... walking on tentacles? <laughs> slither, slither, slither. You know, we had to slither. take out the little person, so there's plenty of space for you. And, uh, I, it's, like, the, I don't know, what what's the droid's function, supposedly? The droid is, uh, keeping Zeljim attached. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's, I mean, it's Zeljim's ball and chain is the droid. Yeah. There's like a chain going from his wrist thing to it. And Zeljim does not know that Bones is in that droid. No. <laughs> no, we did not let him know that. I love the imagery of, you know, R2 can just like slide up to a socket and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm hacking. And mm-hmm, like get a little mm-hmm. prong in there. I'm just imagining that function and like the little lid opens and it's just a tentacle. <laughs> comes out. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Starts messing just, with some uh, panels. Wiggle on out. <laughs> An eldritch astromech. Gonna kick open a hatch from the yeah. inside and basically wiggle straight into a vent. Star Wars is so good, you guys. <laughs> Star Wars is the best. Love Star Wars. So I think we're just gonna proceed to the prisoner exchange as planned. Um, and they take us to a waiting room that looks kind of vaguely nice, but it's like in that imperial way where the seats are hard and there's like no decoration to speak of but it's clean at least i think uh on your way in of course you are searched by a uh, sort of a, a stormtrooper like guard captain um mm-hmm. who then turns to claw jim and says they're clean well clean as scum can get i suppose yeah Ooh. she nods and tells us to take seats checker will be be a few moments like I said, I needed to make arrangements. They were in the middle of their mandatory athletic procedures. Luckily for you, we were able to interrupt them. Cut to the cut to the pit where they're like, "No, no, put the chair down. We got put the chair down. The boss wants Checker." Yeah, and like. Checker's getting, like, hauled out with, like, a bunch of bruises and fat lip. <laughs> just bleeding everywhere. She was getting her ass kicked in there. One of those is definitely from a guard. We probably just saved her life. But we were a little too slow. She did take a couple of chairs to the face. Of course, of course. I ain't no paying her dues and all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, these matches are always fixed. She wasn't going to win anyway. <laughs> It's okay, she got her hand up. At least if she'd gone to AW, yeah, no unprotected chair shots to the head anymore. So I'm thinking, like, Checker is a huge smartass and probably isn't well-liked by the other prisoners. Like, even though she's really good at what she does, she's also really good at being annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like the counterpoint to Roger's uh, impression of Grace. <laughs> uh in that Roger is impressed with Grace's capability, but more so that Grace acts the way she does <laughs> while being so capable. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Roger thought Grace would be. <laughs> yes, this is exactly the kind of person you expected when you heard, oh, we have a hotshot pilot. Mm-hmm. You were expecting a checker. Instead, we got Grace. <laughs> checker gets hauled in. Bloody and bruised, but standing, kinda. Alright, let's get this over with. Uh-oh. Claw Uh-oh. is 
impatient. <laughs> Ain't she gonna ask me why the long face? <laughs> uh, I think the the stormtrooper captain just you know like butts rifle butts her in the back of the neck. It's like sit down. Yeah. Okay. 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 The length of your face is the least of my concerns about your current situation, Miss Checker. As Checker takes takes her licks for for her smart mouth, I uh, Zell Jim looks up. Uh, you've noticed he's been unusually sheepish. Uh, uh, he's. This whole time you've had this poor man. He's he's been trying to to have this air of of bravado and like it may be the end for me, but what I represent will will just grind you under its gears, right? He's given that speech so many times, but but today not so much. And uh, uh that that really comes into focus when he finally meets the eyes of uh uh, uh Clor Jim here, and you notice. Her name tag, Sediosi, uh, and uh, uh, all others here. And uh, Zell Jim just says, It has been too long since we spoke last, Auntie. <laughs> and so now, now our uh, uh, sort of the vanguard that's making the way for Vanguard Squadron has seen just how complicated the situation they found themselves is, is in is. And uh, with that, we're going to say goodnight, folks. Goodnight, folks. Goodnight, folks. Goodnight, folks. Thank, thank you, Arl, for joining us once more on Six Feet Under Renegade Scum. Does anybody have uh, any plugs or, or anything to say at the end here? Uh, no, I got I gotta no. I got a scream, but it'll have happened already. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing that I can comprehend in the short term. I, we I, can just leave it at goodnight, folks. I, I can just I can just say watch my Twitch again. Yeah, do it, do it. Always We're playing Metal Gear. Everyone, know, everyone loves Metal Gear. We're gonna be playing Metal Gear for a while. Come on, you love that. I can say from experience, people really like watching other people play Metal Gear. <laughs> I'm I I'm the experienced player. I'm the experienced player, and my co-host is the person who doesn't know about Metal Gear. It's fun. What? Has anyone ever done that with Metal Gear? Before? I think that's just that's just so. the thing you do. Imagine doing that and then also doing it again. Everyone does that. Giant Bomb did it. Yeah, it's it is it is kind of just what you do with Metal Gear. Who did it in 2008? Let me ask you that. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Um, I worked really hard on I that. I can't. I don't know. There's too many people who did it. I'd say I could not possibly think of someone uh, specific. <laughs> I'm cutting your recording and mine. Good night. <laughs>